This episode of the Curfew Boys is brought to you by Lobeva Brewing, a Montreal craft brewery offering delicious local beers inspired by Italian culture. You can find them at your local depanneur and grocery store or check their website, lobeva.ca, to see where they are sold. Use the coupon code BOYSANDLOBEVA to get 15% off their merch at lobeva.ca. play goals tonight for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Before we get to that, I just want to mention the Tragically Hip have just released a new album called Skaskadelphia. Their new single released uh, 24 hours ago called Ouch. Pretty, uh, pretty much represents what this game was tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game 2 in Toronto. Final score, 5-1 for Toronto. Ouch. Not exactly uh, what Habs fans wanted uh, out of this game, but uh, we're going to have to live with it. we got no other choice. Welcome to another post-game episode of the Curfew Boys. Live in the basement. Almost done Curfew Boys. Another week left, not even. And we're going to be out of this mess. I am your host, Sammy, with Anxious, Anthony. He's hey definitely now. looking anxious. <laughs> the stats man, Joe. Hey, now. We got the ball buster, Zook. Hey, now. And we got Mr. Chipman, Adri. Gentlemen, how, you all, how you all doing? How you all feeling? Are you guys angry? Surprised? Not surprised? Expected? Disappointed? All of the above? Well, there's seven games for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think so. Did we really expect to at least win the two games yes. in Toronto? Were you guys actually expecting that? The way the game started tonight, I actually thought we would have like won, won this game. I yeah. the way it started, I I had a strong feeling we could have ended it that way, but we'll talk about it later. But the rest turned this game around, so. But we'll get into oh, that later. Oh, right? we're already throwing the blame. Yeah, yeah. Game. and I'm not right. one to blame refs for anything. <laughs> but tonight i have no choice but we'll okay. get into that later we'll get we'll get into that later uh gentlemen right before we get into that we have a special guest with us tonight he is one of the co-founders of our sponsors for tonight episode lobeva brewery the co-founder mr carmen chirone carmen how you doing i'm doing great thanks for having me on guys 
Awesome. Thanks, Walt. Thanks, thanks for, 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 for being here. Thanks for being our sponsor for, for tonight's episode. It's really, uh, really great having you on with us. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the madness of what is the curfew boys. <laughs> so I came uh, to one of our bipolar angry episodes, so uh, it's not going to be that much of a positive one like usual. So <laughs> yes, you, but you came it, to the right show. Is it right? Is it rightfully so though? Maybe, maybe it is. So, uh, Carmen, uh, why don't you give a brief description of who you are and what you do with uh, with this company you've co-founded? Uh, share share what you do to our listeners as well. The floor is yours. Sure. So uh, I'm, I'm one of the three co-founders of uh, Lobeva Brewery, where we are uh, three essentially uh, sons of uh, Italian immigrants who uh, who grew up in a house where uh, we made uh, homemade wine and whatnot. But uh, so we 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 took that part of our culture with the culture we grew up in in Quebec to drink beer. So uh, we made the uh, homemade beer for a while and now we have our own brewery. Uh, we have three beers out of the market right now and uh, we have one coming out at the end of the month. So uh, okay. if, any, if anyone wants to try it out, Volbeva.ca and uh, you can see our, our, uh, where our beers are sold from there. That's pretty awesome. Wow. Good, good for you guys. I, I, I love that. Uh, integrating, you know, your, your background culture, with the the culture that most of us grew up in which is the province of Quebec it's uh that, 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 that's pretty awesome good good for you guys I'll have to say the beers are very good I've tried them I tried all three hey Adrian looks like he's had a few of your beers right now <laughs> no I'm busted I had a yeah. you're, bu- you're busted <laughs> I'm busted for my birthday party Oh, did you have some beer at this birthday party though? No, just no. sun and running around. So maybe maybe you should have had some beer to cool you down. No, no. <laughs> right, what kind of um, what kind of beer is is coming out at the end of the month? So uh, the beer coming out at the end of the month is called Papagallo, which is essentially parrot in Italian. It's a new, oh it's, a new it's a New England IPA style of beer. Nice, a really hazy, uh, tropical, fruity uh, uh, type of beer. So it's a uh, Perfect for the summertime. Yeah, it's good for summertime and uh, the last few hot games. Uh, well, hopefully more than a few. <laughs> and hopefully as well. <laughs> and ho- ho- hopefully we, we, we have them to, to, to cheers a, a victorious se- a series instead of a, a season-ending series. So Either way, we're still drinking beer. Either, we're still drinking way, beer, our, so, so either way, we're going to be comfortable. Is it win-win? <laughs> is it win-lose? Is it lose-lose? I don't know. Uh, Carmen, you're also a, a hockey fan and a Habs fan? Yes, I'm a sports fan in general, but uh, hockey, obviously, uh, since I'm a young kid. Uh, I don't play at all. I don't know how to skate, but I've been following hockey. Uh, oh, my whole life. You got the Canadian curse. You know, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you don't know how to skate. <laughs> awesome. Okay, yeah, well, I'll, listen. I'll yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what, was the reason for the loss tonight aside from Toronto scoring five goals and we only scored one. Um, let's recap. Jake Evans got injured uh, towards the end of, uh, or at least uh, towards the second half of game one. It was announced earlier today that uh, he would not be into the lineup. So there was, uh, it was pretty obvious that they were going to put Jesperi Kakanyemi in. You know, we all wanted him to be in the lineup from the start, especially after the experience he gained from the summer bubble playoff. He looked amazing. Probably was the best hockey we've seen from Jesperi Kakanyemi that summer. So I understand fans were disappointed that he didn't start game one, but he got his chance tonight. 
and he opened the scoring with a goal on a very good play, on a very good um, forechecking offensive play. But that was the only promising thing. It, it, it was ended the only, there. It they ended didn't continue there. that though. They didn't continue doing those those rushes. It Toronto ended, did a good job, man, munching up the middle. They really, the really, middle. they really, really did after that. And power plays on you, you, you know, uh yeah, but even before the power play, the, the penalties and the power plays that came for Toronto, I, I I kind of felt like all of a sudden the the Canadians were, were playing on their heels from, from, from that point on, instead of just carrying the momentum and continuing. So I'm, I'm going to, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just, I, I, I really thought, I think we all thought they would, they would continue that. So Anthony, you can continue on. I'm going to, I'm going to like push back a little bit on that. Cause I don't, I mm, look, we started off strong again. We finally, you know, that was one thing that we, we always had issues with is, is starting strong. And last game, we saw that they started strong and they continued it all game. Tonight, again, they started strong. They, they played physical. They were playing with speed. They were playing with momentum. Then KK scored. More momentum was built on that. Now, this is how I see it. I think the back-to-back penalties is what killed momentum. Not right away because we were building momentum on that because we were uh, fighting uh, those 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 penalties. It was what three pa- uh, power plays that we 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 stopped them. So that was amazing. But when they're back to back like that, of course momentum is gonna is gonna destroy you. And it's only normal. You you said it, Sam. Like you, they're playing on their heels and there was no momentum. But, they, but but dude, they were they were playing even. Uh, and what I mean by that is is the 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 Jason Spezza goal that that was in the first period. There was no they they they, they were disciplined at that point. The Jason Spezza goal, uh, Arturi Lekinen made a big mistake, and I don't care if anybody says, "Oh, well, the, the puck bounced off the ref." Arturi Lekinen should have never try dumping the puck behind the net. He had he had clear boards on his right side to clear that fair point. To clear that puck. Fair point. It was a bad mistake from Lekinen. But remove the ref, and that wasn't going to go in. Dude, the Toronto still... Okay, listen. All I know is that Toronto still would have had uh, puck possession because that line was so tired. Would have ended up in a goal? Maybe not. But that one mistake he, he had... It, I understand it's, 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 it's easier to see and judge a play when you have a, a bird's-eye view of it. But, man... Like this has been a problem from the Canadians almost all seasons. Just their their incapability of, of exiting the zone when they're yeah. pressured. Yeah. That's that that this is this is my whole point. Is that we saw that tonight, just unable to 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 carry the puck out of their zone and and just have a, a beautiful flow into the neutral zone and even into the offensive zone. They definitely didn't have that tonight. But, but what do you think it is? It's been a problem of that like hey. that all season though. What do you think of this, Sammy? Remove Merrill. Yeah. Put. put Romanov, you know what? Merrill it, has it's, been it's, as benign as a whiteboard on the wall. No, <laughs> Merrill played as I've never you know, seen I, any. I don't think he was thing. terrible. He wasn't uh, obviously he wasn't, he wasn't great, no, but but, but I, I I get come on boys. I, I I get what you're saying. Go Joe, and then we're gonna Zook, let uh, you, Carmen uh, say say his thoughts. Zook, do you want to know what to do to bandaid it, or you want the permanent solution? <laughs> 
Well, right, right now we can't get a permanent solution, right? So, well, Ducharme's got to realize we don't have enough speed in the lineup. The only way we're going to get Toronto is on transition. You notice most of our chances came on transition, yeah. and their chances yep. mm-hmm. come on east-west type movement, yep. controlling yep. in the zone. You got to just put your speed in there. I know Evans so, couldn't be in the lineup tonight Caulfield. because of injury. Caulfield and Romanov. And mm-hmm. look, the only guy that scored was KK. When Ducharme mixed his lineup, if you guys notice, he mixed the lines. Again, he put everything in a blender. Regardless, you know what came out of that, that line mixing? Where was KK? On? Which line was he on? He was on the fourth line. Fourth, yeah. Our best center was on the fourth line. Yeah. I'm not saying our best center overall, but definitely the only period we played was the first period. And that's yeah. and guys, he I... got put on the fourth when you're trying to come back. Anderson, maybe towards the end. I'll say Anderson over the over the two games he's been playing the best, and I keep saying it over and over. Can't play with Perry and Stall. No, no, just it's, it's, and you're not going to get the best out of him. And look at Nick Suzuki. It's like he's scared of the puck. Hey, he had an off game. Look, him and Toffoli definitely have to wake up. Refs yeah. obviously didn't help the case. Not the fact that they called calls on Montreal. I mean, those are going to happen. The ones that they missed on Toronto, the the butt end on Toffoli early, the interference on KK. I can I can go on and on. That doesn't help it. But, I mean, we made bad decisions even from Bergevin. I, I don't know if Bergevin influenced oh Ducharme to make God. that call. <laughs> so is there uh, proof right there? Well, well, There's your proof. We don't know, Adri. We, we yeah. don't know. It let, could be let, a reaction. Let, let's, uh, let's, a reaction. Let's, he let's fucking hear... jumped like a little kid. Let's hear what, uh, what Carmen uh, has to say. Well, uh, <clears throat> um, with, with something Anthony said where uh, – the the game the game kind of got away with them uh, away from them when uh, they got into some penalty trouble. Uh, I kind of agree with that one. Uh, I think that uh, <clears throat> the game started off pretty well with them. I saw them kind of uh, trying to carry out the same game plan they they, they had in game one, uh, keeping it a low scoring affair and just uh, edging them out at the end. Uh, and they, they they were still in in the game until midway through the second where where the penalties piled on. Then uh, Ducharme's challenge I don't think helped them out, giving them uh, that extra two minutes of having to kill another penalty. Uh, I, I think um, a, a little bit too much penalty trouble tonight overall. And the, the, the game plan just got away from them. Uh, ended yeah, up in I agree. But, but you guys, for those of you who are watching uh, on the, the CBC network or the Hockey Night Canada network, you guys all saw Bergevin practically jumping at the TV screen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I... I, I, dude, I think he and I, I don't know who the other, the other guy was with him. I don't know who that was. I, I couldn't make Isn't out. that his assistant. Yeah. I, I really, but uh, yeah, maybe, but the, they, yeah. they, I, I think they were the ones who made that call. Wait, more than more than the coaching staff, though. Sammy, Sam, if they did, then Jeff Molson is got to relook at this. You know, first of all, he oh, should wait. know right then <laughs> wait, and Joe, there. Wait, Joe, the, the Habs got a goal. Refused. It was very similar during the season, like that. Where doesn't matter. Where we know, we know it's stick hit the guys. It was the same bullshit. So what? But so you know it's inconsistent. They probably the thought of that. Event. This is like, oh, okay. So this is not going to be. A yes, goal. but also yeah, but price should... didn't react. But that's it. The reaction. The price that when does price react? though, boys, come on, dude. He when reacts. He gets interfered. When he gets interfered, he reacts. Yes, he reacts. Yeah, well, he's dude, not the most. You know the refs have been inconsistent. The only consistent thing the refs have done this year is being consistent. Whether it's a penalty call. Exactly. Whether it's a penalty call, goalie interference, nobody knows what's goalie interference anymore. Everyone questions it for a reason. Well, okay. Same with penalty. Did you guys don't understand? Trying. Hold on. People, people don't understand. In the first game, 
you call the softest calls ever. And in the second game, okay, yes, you're a little one-sided, but you let a lot go. And you let a crazy amount go. KK was saying it after that he cannot speak on the refs, but you can tell mm-hmm. he's absolutely furious. I, I, can't, I can't speak for the refs on what's going to happen, but the one thing I can say is that we need to fix going forward is really Ducharme's got to be able to adjust. Uh, I think he's yeah. on his last... I think he's not going to he's not going to be here next year anyways but he's got to learn how to adjust he didn't adjust well in the game for what we had and if he doesn't change anything in this lineup in game three well you're going to know right then there that he can't adjust and the calls are being made by Bergevin as Adrian was saying and the last thing point on Bergevin if Bergevin is making a call for a coaching decision then we have a huge problem and that's where I'm saying Jeff Molson has got to get involved I'm, I'm sorry that's not Bergevin's role to make that call that is up to the coaches, not the GM. But you know what, guys? Also, I I, I agree. The refs tonight were 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 uh, yeah, pretty much they were garbage in my opinion. But so was our power play. It's it. it we have a chance to go on. It's we are abysmal. No, no, but 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 dude, like even I I know I understand we only had one, but man, I what did I say last episode? They gotta capitalize on their power plays. Yes, but they need to score goals. They really do. I get it. They only got but, one when they should have had maybe four six. or five total, or maybe even six. Yeah, we could probably stretch it to that. But against the Toronto Maple Leafs, this like especially now, especially that we have a, a, a problem scoring right now. Okay, and we we all think the answer it could be Cole Caulfield, which I hope to God he comes in for game three. Because it's, not, it's, it's not but, it's not even Cole Caulfield. I'm just gonna rewind a little bit to back to the ref situation okay two seconds again i don't want to fully blame the refs because there was some negative situations with the team but for me and i'm sure all of us know this in playoffs the whistle is in the ref's pocket usually majority majority of the time yes if you look at the five penalties that toronto got tonight i think it was three of them were called after the play you mean you mean the five power plays they got Sorry, yeah, the five, so the Montreal's five penalties. Yeah. Yes, yes, three yes. were called during a scrum after the whistle. Both teams were being dirty during the scrum. Both mm-hmm. teams. Why did we get three <laughs> yeah, calls? Like, like, like Gallagher, he he got high sticked in the face. And, exactly. And, and the Gallagher that, got high sticked in the I face. That I couldn't believe it. Did you see he his reaction? Like, yeah. Did you see? That's, his... that's what makes me. And it makes no sense. His, his... I would understand. I would understand if there were, you know calls on during a game where there's a tripping a, a slashing all that stuff i get it but three scrum penalties when both teams are being dirty during a scrum because it's it's play of hockey it's only normally gonna get dirty in front of the net why do we did get three scrum penalties that's where i'm i i i'm i'm blaming the rest because it was a one-sided game and and to me it was bs bs did you hear what the the other coaches uh, throughout the uh, through some, some yeah, other teams? Yeah, throughout the league. Uh, Rob Rob Brindamore was um, was was bitching about the refs. Um, I think uh, the the coach for St. Louis was as well, and also uh, for uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Did you? I don't know if you guys caught the game, but like, holy crap, the refs! The, apparently, the refs were warning Tampa Bay, "Don't do anything stupid, don't be dirty." But then, but then, for some reason, Florida, they're, they're just they're trying to swing sticks at uh, Kucherov's head, then try to take uh, take out Sergachev. I, I I don't know, you know what I mean? There's there's it's it seems like it's the easy way out to blame refs, 
and sometimes it's it, but, but like there's times too where it's like okay no it's it, there it's justifiable to 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 blame refs for the missed calls more than anything just to note sam when brendan moore was actually making these uh these uh remarks on the refs they were actually winning these games when he's making remarks it's not like they're down in the series he's making those mark as they're still winning because Oh, yeah. I don't want people to think like, you know, oh, the refs, you only say because you're losing. No, coaches that are winning are saying it. It's a huge problem. When coaches, people who do this for a job, who write about it 24-7, have an issue with these refs and don't know what's going on, there's a problem. This is where even Bettman at this Joe, point just, and the NHLPA need to come in. Joe, you're just, you're, regardless, so, you're just throwing me under the bus right now, aren't you? Huh? You're just having fun <laughs> with it, huh? Jesus I mean, it's Christ. a it's a frustrating <laughs> game already. Already, I'm I'm very realistic on the Canadians. I mean, I I obviously don't like the way they play, especially on offense, and just having the refs make it ten times worse. So I want to say something to agree with Joe, um, and, <laughs> and this is yeah, I'm mean, gonna agree with Joe about you know another miracle <laughs> co- coaching, and we always said it. Coaching is what's key for this season and now for this playoffs. And as much as teams know how to adjust after watching us play one game. So when we play a very good game, the teams finally adjust and they, you know, play better than us. It is what it is. Now, what did I say right before the playoffs started? And what did I say last game, uh, last, uh, last episode? I said, being physical, physical. is what's going to beat Toronto. Okay. That works. And it's worked game one and it worked period one tonight. But there's also something else that can beat Toronto. And that's speed. We have that, but they're all benched, right? So Joe says, why are the old-timers playing? Why is fucking Perry there? Which I understand why. I like him, but still slow. And why is Stahl there? You have Raman or Romanov, who is a fast defenseman, who can help us with the transition. Because look at game one and look and, at tonight. And all the, the transition. He, he, exactly. He, he, has, exactly. he can bring physical aspect as well. Yeah. So if we, we beat them on transition. Tonight we had a, a last game. I think we had seven transition plays, and we all, and we scored one out of the, the the five, whatever one out of the six. But we still had opportunities. Tonight we had two transition plays, which almost beat uh, Campbell, but we didn't. But whatever. The point is, when we have the speed and we had that transition game, we are a dangerous team. But you can't have a transition speed game when your fucking players don't know how to fucking skate, or if they're in the penalty box so much. Well, there's a couple. Yes, yeah, there's that too. But but. We're also saying we 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 called out some of our our big name players like uh, you know like Gallagher like Toffoli like Suzuki like Tatar. It was a couple of times where they had those chances like right in the slot and they 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 missed the net more than anything. Sammy. That 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 man like I I love Brendan Gallagher but he he it, yeah. it looks like he could still bring a bit more. I don't know if I don't know if it's because he's maybe not a hundred percent, but. I mean, listen. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not taking away anything from Ben Gallagher. But a guy like 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 Thomas like Thomas Tatar. I don't oh, know. Get guys. him the fuck okay. out of there now, I don't, Sammy. I don't, don't know, tell guys, me that Tatar would not do. Okay. No, sorry. Let me rephrase. Don't tell me that Caulfield will do less than Tatar. This this is where I'm. I'm getting so at. You, so you, you, why you, not you try just, him? You know, like I. But this is this is exactly where I'm. Getting even at. Evans, I, I bring him back well, from injury. Play. So here's here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the thing. I hope to God Evans is is good and ready to oh, to come back finished. next game. Yeah. Because listen, 
uh, Eric Stahl, Eric Stahl, man, it's, it's, uh, I'm sorry. He's not contributing to anything. He's barely playing. He barely skate. He looks uh, he like could, he, he, with nine he could, head he, concussions. Well, like, I mean, he could skate, but I, he's not the greatest. I mean, I, and he played, he played 12 minutes, 39 seconds, but like the, the, I don't know, man, the, the Leafs, they're, 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 they're they use practically everyone except for, Except for Foligno, it seems. Yeah. But 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 right. everybody, every okay. Aside from aside from Jumble Joe, Spets is still a great skater. I find, and then maybe Wayne Simmons. Those are the only two who 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 aren't fast. The rest of the team is fast. Okay, but that being said, Sam, the, the whole in, team is playing with confidence. Not like the Canadians. The whole team of the, of the Maple Leafs because they've killed the North. Yeah, uh, but but what did we say? Whatever. But, but, but what all did, confident, what did, right? So but even what, freaking Galchenyuk looks confident now. Yeah. It's like, okay, but what, whatever. You know what I'm Galchenyuk. saying. So, but, but, but what did we say though? It's, you said it actually. It this this is this is a game of chess more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. This this series is really who gets in the head first. So, you know, you would think you would think that they don't have their captain, who who could be their arguably their their third best player. You don't have him. You have the Toronto media who, who did a very disgusting front page cover of the Toronto Sun or whatever the, the newspaper is. You would think that those are two aspects that could affect the Toronto Maple Leafs in a negative way. You could it like kind of like a distraction. This is why I'm saying the Canadians needed to take advantage of that. And it looked like it was going to, the game started out that way. It looked like it was going to be that way. It look, I I like I said, I understand. Maybe maybe I was a little too optimistic that the Canadians would have won Game Two in Toronto. Even though I keep saying it's going to go to seven, maybe maybe the Canadians kind of needed a spanking. You know, maybe like if you looked if you looked at the guys after that, they they knew they lost, but they were getting they were getting dirty. They were getting angry. Weber wanted to cross check any and any, that's what uh, maybe, that's what made any, me happy at the end. That was the positive. And and Ed, Edmondson, Edmondson, he he wanted to go after Simmons, Sharat uh, too. Like the hopefully, uh, Carm, I want to I want more of your thoughts, but like hopefully that could spark or light some kind of fire under their asses for for uh, for Game Three Monday night at the Bell Center. Yeah, I think I think the loss could have could in the long run do them some good. Uh, to get it out of the way early. I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't have been, I mean, the, they could have pulled off winning game two, but uh, uh, the, the plans just seemed to have derailed at some point and uh, and uh, the, they were just lacking a little bit of offensive threat tonight. And I think that Caulfield back in the lineup uh, could do some well. I mean, Stahl had a great performance in grade one in uh, game one. But could he pull that off every game? I mean, why not give him some nights off, uh, get him to refuel, and maybe come back and give another strong playoff performance. Uh, get Caulfield in the lineup, uh, try to get some offense going. Because tonight, it, it kind of went flat. And uh, mm-hmm. we, ha- we, ha- we have to get the lead first. Because as soon as we fall behind, if we fall too behind, it's going to be really tough to, 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 to get back. But, but the, the, the big positive is, they were still engaged and they still seemed intense. And uh, unlike the last 10 to 12 regular season games where it looked like, you know, they weren't even into it and they, they, they backed up into the last playoff spot. Uh, they, they seemed engaged uh, tonight and, and still, still following a certain game plan that, that they still carry on in game three. 
So they they split the home they split the games in Toronto and now it's it's pretty much a best of five and we have home ice advantage from here on out. So we stole a game and I think yeah. I think objective done it for the first yeah. two games. We just got to get it back on track for for game three there. Yeah, yeah you guys made very the, good points. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got you guys both made good points and, and Sammy, you, you mentioned something that I was gonna say is I rather have them gotten this beating five one than losing a tight game because again it's all gonna go back to. Uh, I want, if Ducharme can't be, um, how do I say the right words for this? If he can't proactive. think of adjustment, <laughs> besides being proactive, if he's not able to think intelligently of how to come into game three, well, I hope something like this would do it for him. The decision would be easier. Because having a two-to-one game in his mind is different from, and should be in anyone's mind, is different from a 5-1 game. Losing a 2-1 game is more like, Shit, we almost had it. I had the right team. We just get to get the bounces. But five one is like, yeah, I gotta make changes, and that's where I hope he realizes. And, and, okay. And Carm brought up a very good point, and it was something I said a couple of episodes before the playoffs started. Eric Stahl, he's not a player to play every single game. I understand why they signed him, and he's supposed to be a boost in the playoffs. I get it, but he is at age where he needs to rest. He cannot play every single game and we have young players who can perform so you take stall when it's needed for that extra boost like Carm said rest him get him to gain some fuel and bring him back in game three uh, game four or five just when you need him for that physical play or that face-off win and i said that when we signed him after the first game he came he started his first game scored he played amazing and then he declined and i said rest him and guess what? When we rested him right before playoffs started, boom, he had fuel game one. But he's not a player to continue that consistency. So you bench him next game, bench him game four, boom, you bring him back game five with that extra fuel. Okay, so exactly okay, it. well, bench him, get bench him game three, bench him game four. Okay, let's 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 play a little game here. Let's pretend we're all a coach for 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 the night. What line changes are we making? It's obviously there's Eric Stahl, but what if Jake, Jake Evans isn't fully healthy to come back for game three? Get rid of Tatar. Yeah, yeah. it's Stall and Tatar. If Evans isn't back, you have to play Stall. You have no choice unless you want to gamble playing Byron center. On the I would line. do that. I, I would, would do put that Paul, too. I would put Paul Byron at center. Yeah, me, yeah put, I agree Put that. Paul Byron at center with... <clears throat> put Paul Byron at center with um, Lekkonen and Armia. And put Caulfield on the right side of, of Suzuki and Toffoli. Then you could have Kotkaniemi centering the third line. You could have Kotkaniemi center- with Anderson. With Anderson and, and, and Perry. Yeah. Or even Tatar. Give Tatar other line mates. I, I know it's not going to be, you know, dude, it's not going to. It's not. Dude, Tatar. You're kicking a dead dog with it's, Tatar. It's, dude. it's not even working with the guys he had his best hockey with in the in the Montreal Canadiens. It's not, it's not even working That's with friends. them. Dude, he's got six goals, and now well, it's 32 yeah. playoff games. Kakanyemi's got so, five. So, okay, hey. yeah. So, yeah. If, you, if you that's if you scratch stall, and that means you're going to keep Tatar if Jake Evans isn't ready. So, it, what, it's one of Isn't he considered day-to-day, or, or what's the status on Jake Evans? He is not day day-to-day. He's day-to-day, but right. it's undisclosed. But apparently, right. it's he took, a, he took a Weber shot. Oh, if okay. Ducharme is is uncomfortable with Kakanye, uh with Caulfield defensively, I mean it, it's it's a good point. How, to be how, worried how, about it. Yeah, but I'm saying if he is, Dano 
I, I know it shouldn't but be that's with Dano, stupid but maybe if he is. Maybe Dano and Gallagher might be the right fit because they're both responsible defensively. Putting Caulfield with Kakanyemi might be a little more dangerous. Go. Please, they they since Caulfield got signed this season, he said the big aspect saying, of his game was his def, his defensive capabilities. Defensively. Yes, but you, you, I know, but it's whether you're learning it and actually applying it are two different things. But, uh, you're gonna try. I'm just to, saying, yeah, put yeah, him with yeah, people but, that but, are but, more but, responsible. I'm not saying not to play him. Suzuki's him pretty more, good defensively. He's yeah, not, but he's when good. you have to worry a little more about offense, I mean. Uh, I, I've never played center. I mean, I've never played, obviously, hockey to your level, Sam. But you, when you think as a center, unless you're the elite of the elite where you do absolutely completely both, a lot of times a lot of centers are thinking to go, you know, to create offense while others are thinking, let me play defense first. Joey, if he models his game after Patrice Bergeron, the best two-way centerman in the league, I'm sorry, Suzuki. You got to learn how to play that two-way game as well. Both the, the I get it, but he's not at his level offensive. yet. So to cover, I understand too. But now is the perfect opportunity for him to really take his game to the next level that will bring him to that other level. I, Let me Joe, say I, something, I, Joe. I get, I, I get what you're saying, Joe. I really, really, really do. But this is just let me finish this, Zook, and, yeah, and then no, and then sure. we'll, we'll get to you, no, no Joe. Problem. Like. Like, come on, stop it with this shit that, that he's uncomfortable with, with Caulfield. He's uncomfortable because of Caulfield. It, it, it's enough now. We The, the kid's got, got four goals in, in, in 10 you're games. Right, he yeah. scores I, everywhere. Just, right. just, it's just, a, he sparked, he sparked Sam, the team a, since a, he's been here. He, he's yeah, got to be a, in the lineup now. It's enough. Right. Now. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm not, I know, I'm I know you are. I'm, I'm, Joe, jo, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not mad. Maybe I'm a bit mad at you just because it's you. But, <laughs> but my point is that, I'm 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 frustrated with the possibility that you're you're saying that Ducharme might be thinking these these specific ways because if he because re- it's possible that he could he can't because surprisingly it's there's no surprise if that makes sense probably doesn't but <laughs> you know what I mean it, this yeah, is this, it's getting ridiculous and I agree with Zug trying man. If, if if let's just give the kids a chance, man. This is how well, they're gonna grow. Well, give yeah. the kids a chance. Look at uh sorry, Zook. I know you want to say something, but no, no, no when KK good. scored tonight, he lifted his four fingers up. Yep, and we all wanted to understand. Yeah. We no one knew what it meant until now it's coming out. It's all there. It, it was for the it's all there for the four yeah. bench players. Yep, and, that's you know, that's a leader, dude. But who's that's who's a future the, leader, dude? Who's who's the fourth one? There's him, uh, Kofilik, Romanov, Frolik. and Frolik. Yeah, really. Yep. I thought at first it was the four goals that Caulfield scored. Me too. I thought it was four. Like, hey, I had I had four goals. Now I got. Well, maybe he would have done five. But no, I thought I it was agree. four yeah. points. Yeah. Caulfield, Caulfield saying Caulfield scored four goals and like. Oh, so he said this one's for you. Or four? Okay. Okay, Zook. Zook really wanted missing. to say something. Zook really wanted to say something. So. I hope you remember. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we lost. I don't him. know if you hear oh, me because my connection yeah, yeah. is quite bad right now. Yeah, yeah, we hear you. We hear you. Yes. Do you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say something outlandish based on what I've been speaking about this whole uh, career with curfew boys, if you will. I'm actually liking this is a career. Things, well, you know what I mean. Since I we get, started this podcast, I didn't get. I didn't get no. I I have no pension plan. <laughs> yeah, well, it's coming. Uh, it's coming. We'll have, to, we'll have to call Bell Media here for that. All right. But uh, no, but I've been quite surprised with the play of Philip Dano. <laughs> Wait. Wow. What? Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, we're Wait. recording, right? 
We're recording this, right? It's recording. This is working. Wait, wait. Is everyone? Hold on. Let me take off my earphones. Let me clean my ears a bit. Maybe, maybe, maybe the lagging, the internet connection is lagging and so is your brain cells. Okay. Repeat that again. I'm back. I'm saying, okay, repeat that again. I'm liking the play of Philippe Dano. He's been quite solid. I don't this fucking believe what I'm hearing. This is Bob Buster at his best. Just no. busting balls. I don't believe it. Based on the last two Carm, just, just for Carm to understand, uh, that you listen to our first right. few episodes. That's why I'm saying it's outlandish, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's the biggest Dano hater. Uh, biggest, biggest. You know, and tonight he's saying he likes him, which, wow. Did you guys notice he was double shifting a few times? Yeah. No, yeah, but... because he didn't trust KK. Yeah, but... This is why we need Evans back and apart and from take, all that and take. Don't tell me he's it. been playing bad. He's had, you know, he's he, he we, 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 we haven't. Skates. You're the you were you were the only you one were, that was saying. <laughs> that. No, but I'm but I'm talking about the last two games. Like okay, barring a season. Dude, yeah, but Zook, look this, how well look how well I he played last summer. He played yeah. well last summer against uh, Grosby and Malcolm. This is what I mentioned. He might be a playoff if, guy type of thing. If you know, uh, so. Ducharme is worried with Caulfield defensively, then Dano with his game being slightly better than was at the beginning of the year might help him because he'll have his responsible defensive center while not completely killing the attack. That's go. why I mentioned Caulfield doing it. But don't forget, guys, we mentioned Caulfield, we mentioned KK, but I got to mention Romanov. We need a transition game from defense. We, yeah, we don't have it. From it. Merrill doesn't we do it. We don't have it from Edmund. Yeah, Merrill. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Merrill Sherrod. I love Edmondson, but that's not his game. And he's no. doing his game, what he's supposed to be doing. But you need... You need more than one Petrie. Actually, I actually know we just need we, need we need Petrie in general. I I not that he's yeah. playing terrible, but we we need his offensive skills from the from from the back end because him I too. Think he's, he's can help that, but I, I've said it before. We've needed a puck moving defenseman. Like I'm talking a number one, number two puck moving. He's more of a two way Petrie, so it's not yeah. the best part of his game, but it's obviously not the worst. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's solid all around, but you. When you think of puck moving defenseman, the teacher is not the first name that comes to mind. So that's where they need to get one, but you don't have one. Okay. What's your next best, best thing is you could put a young kid like Romanov who can skate, who can hit, and he has a good first pass. We've seen it before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, having Merrill I out there, I, I don't know what purpose it serves. So you gave up but five goals. So defensively, something ain't going right. And mm-hmm. he's part of this problem. I, I thought Sherratt and, and, and Lekkonen had a, a rough game in terms of uh, the penalty kill. Yeah, really they all did. That. They, they yeah. were all retreating, if you notice. I, I yeah. don't know if that was Ducharme, but on Sandine's goal, they were all retreating. All four oh, of them were, were yeah, kind of prices. They let him no shoot pressure. like there was no pressure. Yeah, it and, and, yeah. And, and I noticed less of of, uh, of Paul Byron, too. Or is it just me? Yeah, he. they were all Both out of, of it, Sam, with the amount of penalties. I think they yeah. were really all out of it. Yeah. Look, man. Um, what one one key thing that that I like what Carm said before is that they still stayed engaged even losing down by four one, and that's a good sign that they can continue. If they can continue that engagement on game three, I'm not fully like you know what I mean. Like usually a team, especially the Montreal Canadiens, after two three four goals down, they just give up and they're not there. The engagement stayed even though they weren't scoring. The physical game was there, and they were showing look. Even though I'm down by four goals, it ain't over. We're still here to fight till the end. And I like seeing that with our character of this team. That's what I wanted to agree with, uh, Anthony, is they stayed engaged emotionally. So uh, physically, I, like in the actual game, they were nowhere to be found, like in terms of actual hockey. But emotionally, they, they kept in check, meaning that they cared. For once, they actually cared. So hopefully, they carry that through game three. 
Okay, we're gonna end this episode. Uh, I'm gonna ask our special guests here the question that uh, that we usually ask each other from from time to time. Uh, Karma, we do it. Play? Yeah, it's it's our last minute of play, basically. Karma, what we do is we we go around the table and we ask who um, who we expect to show up the next game. Uh, like I said, the, we could we could all do that, but uh, but since you're our special guest tonight, you're going to be the one to tell us first who uh, you oh. would you would like to see show up on game three. So, um, all right, so. Uh, since I'm your special guest, I'm going to give myself uh, the chance to give a uh, part A and part B answer. Uh, go, right? go, 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 go for it. We, we've been doing it. We, the, 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 we, we could use, we could use the yeah, night Anthony off for, 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 for um, Anthony tries to mention everybody so we can get yeah, somebody right. He mentions yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so we're, we're the curfew boys won't give their last minute of play, but we're going to let you, you could give part A and part B of your answer. So my uh, part A answer would be probably Tyler Toffoli as leading goal scorer. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we need some 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 pucks going into the nets uh, into the net. Uh, if anyone's gonna get it on in the current roster, it's uh, it's Tyler Toffoli. So um, I'm 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 hoping I get something out of him next game. Uh, uh, at least the goal would help. Uh, my yeah. part B though, I think I think I agree with the with this answer even more. And I think uh, last episode uh, it was uh, Joe who answered this. But I think uh, Dushan's got to step it up. Uh, I think his <laughs> oh, response. <laughs> oh my god! I've never you seen Joe this happy. Carm, you're, you're not coming back. Carm, you're not coming back on the no, show. No, no, man. no, 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 Carm. You can't. Sorry, you can't agree with Joey, man. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the first time I see Joe celebrating and waving his if arms. You- if you ask all our fans, I'm sure 90% agree with me. Yeah, okay, Joe. <laughs> let let Carm finish. Let's Carm finish. <laughs> well, well uh, we, we spent a good time saying, um, you know, the Habs weren't in until a certain point. And, um, and that, uh, and that they, they stayed engaged. So the players were into it. Uh, Ducharme didn't respond well to game one. He didn't bounce back. Uh, he's got to bounce back for game three and get a game plan going because the, the, the players weren't to, weren't ready to, to, to win with the same game plan. So I love it. So, I love it. Great answers, Carl. Great answers. Way to go. Uh, we're gonna end with uh, another tragically hip tune. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Cole Caulfield can can twist Ducharme's arm and fucking get we him. We want in the Magic lineup. Suzuki back. We want no, Magic Suzuki back. I just, I just want to, I just want to win. I want, I want that lead back. Um, guys, <laughs> game three, Bell Center playoff opener. Uh, too bad no crowd because that could have been the uh, the six no. man. But uh, for now, for now, who knows back what's gonna back happen? Win one more, more in this one. They go to Game Six at the Bell Center. We might see glimpse of hope. I'll call it that for now. Thank you all to our listeners for tuning in tonight. We want to thank our special guest, Carmen, once again from Lobeva Brewery. Carmen, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Thank this you, was a lot of fun. It was great having you with us. Uh, great, great, great special guest. Uh, to our listeners, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Wednesday night, boys. Game three. Monday night. Montreal. Monday night. Monday night. Monday night. What did I say? <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. <laughs>
<laughs> Shit, god damn. Sorry, let me repeat that. Just re rewind. Monday night, <laughs> game three. Whoopsie. <laughs> we're not editing that, are we? Uh, no, 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 no. We're not editing that. <laughs> Sounds good. It was politically Mon correct. It was politically <laughs> Monday night, game three, Bell Center home opener. Boys, I can't wait to see that game and can't wait to do our next playoff post game show episode. Until next game. Bye, Bye now. now. Good night.